This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. This year's Thanksgiving feast at my house, as at many houses around the country, I imagine, headlined a much smaller Thanksgiving turkey, one that afforded fewer meals of leftovers before it'll be transformed, as it is in most years, into stock that will be then extended for several months, potentially, if I have enough stock to put away in the freezer and really get the most bang for our buck out of this particular protein. And I happen to love turkey. I have said many times over the years in my blogs and podcasts that I find it has much richer flavor than chicken. And, you know, after you go to the trouble and to roast one, even if it is smaller, I think mine was maybe half the size as it might be in a typical year, you definitely want to get the most out of it. Stock is one way to do that, but of course, there's always bound to be a few little odds and ends from the Thanksgiving feast that you also want to find a place for in another meal, whether that's some roasted vegetables, whether that's mashed potatoes, whether it's something even like roasted Brussels sprouts, (laughs) or the remnants of those French fried onions, if you like to top your green bean casserole with those. And I posted a recipe to my most recent blog that really leverages those, but is more of a loose concept, depending on what your family likes that can be incorporated. This doesn't have to be followed to the letter. It's a recipe originally from Tribune News Service for turkey pot pie soup. The basis of it is stock, whether you do choose to make your own or you use a commercially prepared stock. It could even be chicken broth. And it incorporates typical soup vegetables, the ones that are often leveraged for simmering into stock, carrot, onions. I already have those things on hand. It's easy enough to throw them into soup, as well as potato, if you have a few potatoes left over. But you also could thicken this soup with mashed potato. And that's simply your choice up to your discretion. The recipe does call for using some turkey gravy mix to thicken it, which I don't actually keep on hand. But for cooks who do, this could be a handy use for that. And even ready-to-roll refrigerated pie crust, which I do use. (laughs) will shamelessly admit I'm not above using commercially made pie crust for my pumpkin pie, that is incorporated as a pastry crisp to top this soup. And of course, if you don't have that, maybe those French fried onions, as I mentioned. This comes together easily and again, can incorporate whatever you happen to prefer as a family for your holiday feast. It makes eight servings and it's posted to my most recent blog, which was published on November 27th under the headline, Pot Pie Soup Leverages Leftover Turkey Vegetables. I'll share that recipe in this podcast, 
but I also thought I'd share one for an actual pie, a pot pie, or more appropriately, a shepherd's pie. And this uses, again, whatever leftovers you happen to have on hand. It relies fairly heavily on some kind of cooked and mashed vegetable, whether that is potato, whether that's sweet potato, or whether that's squash. You'll need four cups of that. And that, of course, is the topping for a filling of leftover turkey that is enriched with some half and half and vegetables, again, of your choice, whether they happen to be leftover cooked vegetables or raw vegetables that you're just incorporating. And this is a recipe that was originated by Ashland Food Co-op, and it was published in the Mail Tribune's November 2012 Joy magazine. That's a publication that's since gone by the wayside, along with my column, Season to Taste, that ran monthly, first in the Mail Tribune's Home Life magazine, and then in the Joy magazine. It had a focus on seasonal eating that incorporated tips for cultivating certain pieces of produce, even with observations from my own home garden. It was a really, really fun project that I managed for several years. And this recipe ran with that column for turkey shepherd's pie, of course, acknowledging that many of these vegetables that we enjoy during fall's quintessential feast are seasonally fresh, so to speak. We're talking, of course, about squash, hard shell winter squash, sweet potatoes, and probably the brassica family as well that also could be incorporated. So I'll share that recipe as well. First, the recipe for turkey pot pie soup posted to my blog on November 27th under the headline, Pot Pie Soup Leverages Leftover Turkey and Vegetables. Now remember, as I mentioned, use this as a template, as a formula, as a concept. You don't have to follow it to the letter and you can incorporate some of your specific leftovers and I'll offer a few tips for how to do that. It calls for one tablespoon unsalted butter, one tablespoon olive oil, three carrots that have been peeled and diced, or a similar quantity of leftover roasted carrots. When you incorporate them in the recipe is what's gonna make the difference. One small onion that's been peeled and diced, two tablespoons all-purpose flour, six cups of fat-free lower-sodium chicken broth or preferably homemade turkey stock, one cup low-fat milk, one medium to large russet potato that's been peeled and diced small. I suggested in my blog that you could also substitute about a cup of leftover mashed potatoes to thicken the soup instead of using the raw potato. You'll want about two cups shredded, cubed, or bits and pieces of cooked turkey, whatever you can get off the carcass, a teaspoon of poultry seasoning, or feel free to incorporate fresh herbs to your liking, a half of a packet of turkey gravy mix, and those packets typically are in 0.87 ounce sizes, which is a little strange. I don't typically use this product, and I recommend, because it does have thickening agent, if you're going to use the leftover mashed potatoes to thicken this soup, you want to go really easy on this turkey gravy mix. If you do use it and you do like it, add it really slowly and sparingly 
and observe how it really thickens this soup if you've already added mashed potato. It calls for a cup of frozen peas, salt and pepper to taste, ready to roll refrigerated pie crust, which is optional if you want this pastry crisp for the garnish, as well as French fried onions, which are optional if you want to garnish with those, which I do tend to keep those on hand on a regular basis. My family happens to love them on all types of dishes, including Asian noodles and, of course, tuna noodle casserole. In a soup pot, heat the tablespoon butter with the tablespoon olive oil over medium heat. Add the three peeled and diced carrots and the small onion that's been peeled and diced. If you are using leftover cooked carrots, don't add those at this point in the recipe. Saute for about five minutes and then sprinkle with the two tablespoons all-purpose flour. Stir in the six cups broth or stock and the one cup milk and heat to just a boil. Stir in the potato, either the peeled and diced raw potato or the cup of leftover mashed potatoes, along with the two cups leftover turkey pieces and the teaspoon poultry seasoning. Reduce the heat, cover slightly, and simmer for about 30 minutes. Now, while the soup simmers, you can make the pastry crisps for the optional garnish by cutting ready-to-roll refrigerated pie crust into wedges. Place those on a foil or parchment-lined baking sheet and bake at 350 degrees until they're browned, and that'll take about 12 to 15 minutes. Remove from the oven and cool. Check the consistency of the soup and determine how thick it is and whether you'd like it a little bit thicker, at which point you can add some of the packet of the turkey gravy mix. Now, of course, this also imparts seasoning, not just thickening. So you'll want to see how this tastes, what other types of seasonings you may want to add, whether it needs salt, whether it needs pepper, fresh herbs, maybe a little splash of sherry. I like to add a little splash of apple cider vinegar to my soups just to give them a little bit of a zing. But again, don't go overboard on this packet of turkey gravy mix or you could wind up with something that's just way thicker than you anticipated. Continue simmering the soup for another five minutes or so while you stir in the cup of frozen peas as well as any cooked leftover vegetables you want to incorporate at this point, whether that's cooked carrots whether that's cooked and diced squash, maybe even Brussels sprouts you might find a place for in this particular soup. Season again to taste with a salt and pepper, any fresh herbs again or spices you might like as things like carrots and squash are a little bit more bland and are going to soak up some of the seasoning. Serve the soup topped with those pastry crisps and or the french fried onions, the more the merrier if desired, and that makes eight servings of turkey pot pie soup posted to my blog on November 27th at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. In that same vein is this turkey shepherd's pie and it did originate from Ashland Food Co-op with its former culinary educator Mary Shaw who was a friend of mine and a culinary kindred spirit as I like to think of her and she's since retired a number of years ago but this recipe sort of lives on as one of her legacies over many many stories and columns that I had the pleasure of interviewing her for. It's her turkey shepherd's pie and it calls for a cup of peeled and diced yellow onion, a cup of diced celery, 
a cup of diced carrots. Again, you can use a leftover cooked carrot, roasted carrot, if you prefer for this. It's just not going to have quite the texture of a fresh carrot, and you're not going to saute that to start. A cup diced russet potato, or you could use diced squash or sweet potato. That may be determined by what you have to use for the topping of this. If you're going to top this with leftover mashed potato, you may want to incorporate some sweet potato or some squash into the body of this shepherd's pie. If you're going to top it with butternut squash or another mashed cooked hard shell winter squash or sweet potato, you may want to incorporate plain white potatoes into the body of this pie. But this again is flexible. There's no hard and fast rule for this recipe. It's more of a concept based on what you have on hand. You'll also need a third cup extra virgin olive oil, a teaspoon sea salt, a quarter teaspoon black pepper, a half cup flour that could be all purpose or whole wheat flour, two cups chicken or turkey stock, again, preferably homemade turkey stock, a cup half and half, four cups small diced leftover turkey, three eggs, that's a divided use. And then again, that four cups cooked and mashed vegetable, whether it's your mashed potatoes, whether it's cooked and mashed squash or sweet potato, all of those work beautifully. And I think the sweet potato and the squash are actually just more attractive because they have such a beautiful color on the top of this pie. You'll also need two tablespoons melted butter. Start the recipe by preheating the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit and saute the one cup peeled and diced yellow onion with the cup of diced celery, as well as the cup diced carrot, if you want to use raw carrot. If you want to use leftover cooked carrots, wait and add those later in the recipe. Saute those along with a cup of diced russet potato or squash or sweet potato, whatever you have that's raw, maybe in contrast to whatever you're going to use for the topping. All of that is sauteed in the third cup olive oil in a skillet for about 10 minutes. Add the salt and pepper. That's one teaspoon sea salt and a quarter teaspoon black pepper stirring into the vegetable mixture. Add the half cup flour to the vegetable mixture. Stir well and cook for about a minute, stirring continuously. Combine the two cups chicken or turkey stock and the cup of half and half and gradually stir that liquid into the vegetable mixture in the skillet. Cook over medium heat, stirring continuously until it's thickened and bubbly. Stir in the four cups, small diced leftover turkey. In a large bowl, beat two of the eggs and then mix in the four cups cooked and mashed potato, squash, or sweet potato, along with the two tablespoons melted butter until it's well blended. Grease a shallow two-quart baking dish, and if desired, press some potato or squash mixture no more than a quarter inch thick onto the bottom and up the dish's sides. You can do that if you care to, or if you want a thicker topping, you can put it all on top. Spoon the cooked turkey veggie filling into the 
dish and then cover it with the remaining potato or squash with the beaten egg mixture. Beat the remaining egg with one tablespoon water and brush it onto the top of the pie. Bake the pie in the preheated 400 degree oven for about 30 minutes or until the interior temperature of the pie is about 125 degrees Fahrenheit. Cool slightly, let it firm up a little bit before serving. And that's Turkey Shepherd's Pie, a recipe courtesy of Ashland Food Co-op and former culinary educator, Mary Shaw, published in the November 2012 edition of the Mail Tribune's Joy Magazine and my column, Season to Taste. One of my favorite seasonal recipes and one I hope your family enjoys this Thanksgiving or next year. Find more festive recipes for the holiday season, family favorites, and globally inspired dishes on my blog, The Whole Dish, at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.